Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, The Bloviator is back. Also, the V-Team takes a look at white supremacists. And Alabama is keeping its school children away from strange and unusual rituals. Fixable. 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 You put Edwina back in bowl. Back in bowl. Edwina, back in bowl. Go fix bowl. Go fix bowl. Go. 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 Yoga? Welcome to Alabackwards. Have a nice day. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and as always, I'm joined by the V-Team. Welcome all. Hey. Hello. Welcome special appearance by our Chip. Yeah, yeah. Special um, appearance. Special appearance. appearance. Well, it was guest. I'm just saying. Right, well, he, I'll he, never be a guest on this show. No, no. He'll always be family, <laughs> and he'll always come home for my fried green tomatoes. First stop on the way back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He came back. Well, you've been in us. Washington, and now you're off to Columbia for graduate school, and to pay an insufferable amount of rent tuition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And don't forget the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very proud of you. I hope you enjoy your. Yeah, I know you'll Thank enjoy you. it. Yeah. So it'll be great. Uh, one of the things that we. You know, sometimes we don't talk enough about, I think, or maybe some people think we talk too much about is, is white supremacists are still alive and well in the South. And, you know, it's been two years since Charlottesville, uh, where a young woman lost her life due to the actions of white supremacists who took a car and ran it into a crowd of folks. People seem to not realize, or at least realize enough, that s uh, some of the groups that were there Actually, one of them comes from Alabama, mm -hmm. and it's the League of the South. Mm -hmm. They are, are a leading white supremacist group, according to the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, I've read some of the things that their founder, Michael Hill, has said even recently, and I had a hard time figuring out how you even put those on television. Mm -hmm. But they are a part of a lawsuit that's uh, resulting from the Unite the Right rally in in Charlottesville. and and. Chip, is, it, you know, this is a group started in Killing, Alabama, and they're still going strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it's so shocking to think that we have come so far, but still we have things like this, you know, just simmering around everywhere. And I think this is, this is something that I think has come into the national conscious um, since the Unite the Right rally, that people are noticing that this stuff is still there, and right. it's gotten injections from different places and has seemed to come back to life via social media, um, all these different things. And it's something that we all need to pay attention to because as we saw a couple of weeks ago, um, this kind of racial hatred fuels things like the El Paso shooting. Yeah. And really, it's shocking that something like that hasn't happened here because we have that kind of violence and that kind of hatred here, just like other places in the country. 
Um, and the fact that this group is just existing in Alabama is just really what, disturbing to think Susan, about. Susan, they say that their, their purpose, one of their purposes, I'm paraphrasing, is to restore the South to an all-white nation. They do. Uh, they want it to be an all-white South. Uh, I think uh, this quote here, Southern man, next time you consider making nice with the N-word and another harsh word uh, uh, for Jewish individuals, just remember what they've done to your civilization. The South must once again be white man's land. Michael Hill, December 2017. And I think that people across the country don't realize they've got this sitting in their backyard, yeah. and especially in the South. I mean, we've had we've had racism problems for years, but now now they're boiling back up to the surface again, yeah. and it's frightening. Yeah. I know when we were discussing it in the pre-show, mm. and, and the you know when these things were said, and when some of these events have happened here in Alabama. It's just horrifying. It's pure hate-filled racism in its, uh, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, they did have a Facebook group, and I think it was just early this year that it finally got taken down right. before it was able to reach other people. Yeah, and they had reached people, and we'll get into that. Uh, you know, there's not, there's been a few politicians in Alabama that have embraced the group. There have been a few that have denounced, but very few that have denounced the group. But it's, it's, very, it's very disturbing indeed. Uh, one of the things that uh, when we were looking at this, this group, we found one politician who was very supportive of this neo-Confederate racist group, and that was Auditor Jim Ziegler. Uh, Jim Ziegler was a member of their Facebook group. He also said that, that he spoke at one of their rallies, and he said that what he saw there were the salt of the earth people. And he also said that he understood their mission was to protect the South and, and turn it back to a white uh, uh, nation. And he said this in quote, uh, let me see if I can find out. Uh, I have it right here. Okay. He said, as long as I'm an elected servant of the citizens of Alabama, I will stand with those who build our heritage and not with those who tear it down. So, and he was referring to the League of the South. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's troubling that any elected official, Susan, is join forces with the likes of the League of the South. Absolutely frightening. Even to address them, to be associated in any way, it, it, it's disturbing. It's absolutely disturbing. That's what I'm genuinely confused about. Does he not know that they are a racist organization when he says salt of the earth people? Well, he, he didn't so... say that they were, he didn't consider them racist. They were salt of the earth people. Right, okay. Uh, but Chip, I mean, look, what, go ahead. Look, I guess it's plausible that you don't know, you know, the group that you're going right, to speak to. Right. Mm -hmm. But I find it highly implausible that you're a member of their Facebook page and you see the things that they post and you're going to speak to them and you don't realize that they have some pretty vir virulent racist messaging. Yeah. And that kind of stuff where... You may not, Jim Ziegler may not be going out on television and, you know, advocating for the South to rise again. Um, but when you're going and speaking to these organizations and you're lurking in their Facebook groups, whether you do or you don't post, I mean, you're giving them legitimacy. Well, and, and part of this rose from the fact that <clears throat> we were looking at Jim Ziegler because he has made himself the face of this no toll bridge of the I-10 toll bridge. Mm -hmm. He has made his face that face. So we wanted to see what other organizations or Facebook groups he actually advocated for. And he did advocate 
uh, in there. He was on their site, and he spoke with their group, and he said they were salt of the earth. And so it's disturbing to me that this guy who's advocating to, to be the champion of the toll bridge also champions the racist group. Now, he didn't, he's not been out on television championing them, but and, and on television he did say that he found them to be salt of the earth folks. And I, I, I find that terribly disturbing. But what else brought this up, we're going to have to carry over to the next segment. I want to get to it because he paraphrased George Wallace when George Wallace said segregation today, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. We're going to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. What a great opportunity for your success. Adding half a million highly skilled employees to our workforce by 2025 is how we stay ahead in Alabama. Our economy is stronger than it's been in years, and a skilled workforce is more important than ever. Things move fast, so choose your path. Your success is waiting, plus a great future for Alabama. Success Plus. Go for it. The Energy Institute of Alabama promotes reliable, affordable, and clean energy to help grow our economy, create high-paying jobs, and build public support for Alabama's energy industry. Access to clean, affordable energy continues to be an issue of vital importance in the halls of government and around the kitchen tables across our nation. The Energy Institute of Alabama is the best source of energy industry information and how it affects households across the state, from convenient energy production to alternative fuels to solar power and beyond. What are you doing today, babe? I thought I'd head down to the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us will be wearing our seat belts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree, and kill us all. Okay. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Were you okay now? You don't want to know what goes on in between the breaks, really. Poor closed captioning, folks. Uh, one of the things before we shift over to talking about the I-10 bridge itself with trepidation is that Ziegler went on radio up in, in uh, Birmingham and was talking about how John Cooper, the man that control that is the head of the Alabama Department of Transportation, is over this project. Great public servant, a brilliant businessman, a, uh, has been a CFO, a CEO, done super things, came out of retirement to run ALDOT. He didn't need the money, mm -hmm. wanted to help the state. Ziegler out, out there compared him to George Wallace and said that he wants to toll all the roads in Alabama. He wants to do all this big tolling. And it was just an absolute lie. I mean, Ziegler is a, he is a bloviating prevaricator, or like I like to call it, 
a, a big bag of wind that lies constantly. But that, that's kind of where I wanted to go to. Well, let's, let's also get into that, that he was saying on radio that the next day we're going to turn... I well, talk yeah. 280, I-65, I-59, and anybody that drives on those roads knows that's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. I mean, I do want to get to all that. I, I want to go to some facts about the I-10 toll bridge. But before we get to the facts, Charlie, as you and I both know, and Susan knows, if you say anything that these no-toll bridge f people do not like, they have a Facebook group with about 48,000 people on it. Most of them uh, are probably nice people. There's a few of them that are just wretched. But anyway, Chip, you've never spoken about this bridge. If you say anything that they don't like, they will send you emails with F U, F U, F U. They will threaten to, they will threaten you. They will call you out on anything. They'll criticize your hair, your speech. Anything. How does my toupee look today, by the way? It looks great, yeah. by the Thank way. You, you got the straight Thank you so I mean, much. Right, Rachel. Well, well, and that brings up a good point. Uh, and this is slap her face. Several of the people on that group, and I think we have the messages here, uh, said that they Charlie needed her face slapped. And all that you said was that Jim Ziegler was... A troll under the bridge. A troll under the bridge. I think that's a fact. Uh, another one said she had she, she should have her face slapped. Uh, they they called jo Josh a really nice guy because he said they shouldn't toll the bridge. So they they like that. But if you said that you wanted to look at it constructively, they didn't like that. Uh, I like they they called us ass uh, somethings. Yeah. Ass somethings. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, there you go. Got some numbers in it or yeah. uh, number sign. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, those but, things you post on Facebook, those are public, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, you can see Sandra Ripple Walters. She's not afraid of. They what, can also what be used did. in evidence in a courtroom, by uh, the way. The, then last week, uh, I, I wrote a thing calling Ziegler a bloviator, and uh, Mary Rebecca Park, she uh, called me uh, watch our crap show. She called me a number of names, something about our advertisement. And then she encouraged people to light him up, which light him up, if any, everybody knows, is a paramilitary term or military term <clears throat> for act, opening fire on somebody or, or any and this open any type of violent act on a person. So uh, I, I would say, Miss Mary, you need to watch yourself. Uh, but I'm just sick of these I'm people. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Okay. Look, I am so against the I'm so against the tolling. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, I mean the reality. I don't know. We don't. I know we don't want to get into it too much, but that bridge is going to cost two billion dollars. If you want it within the next fifty years, the reality, unless you have three options, okay. Number one is you pay the toll. Number two is you go to Montgomery and advocate that they raise gas taxes even more. Or number three, you go to Washington and advocate that they raise federal gas taxes and all that other stuff even more. So those are your three options, because you don't just get a bridge for free. Right. And that's the thing we've been saying. I am all for this toll group saying what they want to say and advocating what they want to say. But you know what? It is led by... Now I'm led to believe it's not Ziegler. It's some other guy who's a Tea Party guy who's leading it. And basically what they're saying is they want a free bridge. They want the federal government and the state government to give them a free bridge. Now, who's wanting stuff for free? Just saying. Well, it's a good thing they aren't immigrants coming over here looking for a handout. They are Americans. They deserve a free bridge. No, you don't. Death, taxes, and tolls 
or something that you're going to have to face because the Republicans want to toll bridge. This is coming out of D.C. Mm -hmm. President Trump wanted these private partner relations. You don't like it? Talk to the president you voted for. I want to get one uh, fact, a couple of facts right here about this toll. Everybody's talking about this $6 toll. It's going right. to be $12 a day. No, it's not. People who are in those counties down there that use it frequently will have a special pass. It will cost $225 to cross the bridge. Right. It'll be about $450 a day. Now, take this back historically. They built a toll road down in that area back in the 1920s. Right. And at right. that time, it cost a dollar. Right. It only cost a dollar. Well, guess what? In today's monetary values, that was $12 right. to cross that bridge. And listen, people don't want to pay for things. I get that. But then you don't have it. And, and the out state of Alabama and Governor Ivey has decided mm -hmm. that we need to modernize the port and that we need a modern bridge mm -hmm. for it. And, and Ziegler made this uh, another lie. He said that the, the, he talked about the bridge at one point was $800 million, And he said it must have gotten pregnant. And that's why it cost so much more. He seems to be very preoccupied with sex a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something that so bothers me about Ziegler and something that I so want the you know, block the toll group to understand is his advocating is not helping anything. No. He is hurting this cause more than he is helping anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, 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 nobody seems to realize that. Well, they don't they, understand that he's a joke in the media. Media and, quotes him because he's a bloviator. He's right, a joke. But, but in Montgomery, the people that matter, the leadership, this kind of thing turns them off to right. hearing anything mm -hmm. that that group has to say because well, he makes this and, his black and like reason, Wanda's death. The reason, like, uh, what were the other ones? The the uh, Wallace paintings and the, yeah. uh, you mm -hmm. know, all of these little things that he blows up in a big proportion. I mean, this is not the first time he's done that. No, he right? just wanted we were, we were Yeah, we were talking about this before. First, I mean, the, this was the thing. First, it was the, por the Wallace portraits. Then it was Bentley <coughs> corruption. Then it was Wanda's desk. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then it was, I might run for governor. Then it was, I might run for Senate. And now it's this. Yeah. And I mean, what he does is he takes things and uses them for his political advantage. Yeah, right. And as soon as one of those things runs out of steam, he moves on to something That's else. right. Mm -hmm. right and and, that will happen with this too. Anyway, we're going to have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. for a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a half on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. A lot can change in five years. Except those smile lines you treated with Bellafill. Because that's about how long Bellafill will keep them smooth and filled. Five years. Now you can always look your best without all those injections, appointments, and costs. Bellafill is the only dermal filler that stimulates and maintains collagen growth long-term. Now time is on your side.
Welcome back to The Bead, the voice of Alabama politics. And Charlie, in the vein of this is just too dumb to believe, uh, Alabama has a law that says that you cannot teach school children yoga at mm -hmm. school. They, they can't have yoga because it's some kind of mystical... Yeah, according to them, it falls under induction of hypnotic states, guided imagery, meditation, and yoga. <laughs> So, okay, yoga is a form of stretching. <laughs> I use and deep breathing. Please tell me where the confusion lies. Well, <laughs> you know, if you, if you weigh 350 pounds, stretching and deep breathing could put you in a hip for damn hit. <laughs> I was thinking about a couple of our lawmakers, I heard, by the way. I heard that if you do yoga, you can go into nirvana which is apparently listening to heavy metal music and worshiping <laughs> Satan. Wow, well, I didn't know that. I, yeah. You know, it really, I mean, you know, and I don't want to get too far out here, but it's kind of just ridiculous, it's right? It's absolutely ridiculous. Studies have shown over and over again that when you have children that are acting out, when you have children that tend to be problem children, and you introduce this type of exercise, stretching, it calms them down. Yeah, stretching them. and breathing. And, and the thing. teachers end up with less interclassroom problems. Yeah. But we don't care about classrooms in Alabama, well, so. I mean, I don't know That's if a lot of people do yoga, but whenever we go out to the mall or when we go out to dinner, I mean, you go out to dinner and there are women in yoga pants. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. $200 yoga pants. I don't know that the number of people that wear yoga pants and the number yeah. of people that do yoga Does exactly correlates. <laughs> but the thing about yoga is that it, it's very good for discipline. Mm -hmm. It's very good for control, which is something that I would think that we would want our children in school to be learning. They could focus their little minds <laughs> yeah. I went, so they I, could learn more. I, I I took yoga in, in school, yeah. and it was good. It, it made you feel better. You had better cores, better strength. But in Alabama, it is going, it could put you in a hypnotic state, much like the state legislature's logic. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it, see, this came up this last legislative session. I did, it, it did. It, yeah, it and, did. They, and they still didn't reverse it. I mean, no, because Jesus. they had to argue about what you could say. Could you say the word them say? Could you? You certainly couldn't say Swami. I'm sure of that, <sighs> unless it was way down upon the Swami. Or downward dog. They're uh, not fans of hypnotic states, but they'll they'll sure uh, dope their kid up on ADHD medication real quick. Yep. Just saying. Ouch. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. It's true. Well, one of the things, uh, is we got about 420 on the clock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Free the weed. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> the Medical Marijuana Commission had its first meeting chip this last week, and, and mainly, mainly it was a procedural meeting. And uh, But they, they, they talked about last session, this commission was set up because there was a movement to move a medical marijuana bill, mm -hmm. which died because there's opposition to it and they want more time to study it. Because in Alabama, legislation, uh, true legislation means having a couple of years of studies, which you ignore, and then you pass whatever you want to pass. Yeah. But, but this, this, was, this is a bill to allow for medical marijuana. Right. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it, it was close to passing in, in its original form mm -hmm. to allow medical marijuana Just and to put us in line with the, a lot of other states that allow medical marijuana, that, which has been proven to have a lot of benefits. Yeah, um, and you know the thing about this is that 
that's what we do. <laughs> like you were saying, we spend years, and it would be really great if we based our decisions in Alabama off of evidence. Yeah. Like we actually did a Science? study. Yeah, Logic. we did a study. And you know, I think it might be, what's that school in Birmingham that yeah, studied you, you, this you, stuff? Yeah, UAB. UAB. Yeah, we can that, that one. That one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, joking. I think, I think, Mars, <laughs> we're joking. I, I think they've studied this, and I think, you yeah. know, they've said that it has lots of benefits. So instead of that, we just have a task force for task forces, which yeah. coordinates our task forces. UAB, Meanwhile, we have children U, that are having 100 epileptic seizures a day. U, UAB this. is one of the finest research centers in the Southeast and certainly the premier center in Alabama mm -hmm. and when it comes to medical issues. But honey, and, you're forgetting the part where when the legislators get it and they need to study it for two years, I think a lot of times it's to study it to see how their, them and their buddies can make money off of well, it before yeah. they pass Well, it. and like, you know, I mean, I think, Charlie, you would advocate that they actually try the product, wouldn't you? I, I, I think everybody should try everything once. <laughs> God, that's so, that's so millennial. <laughs> I, will hand it to, I will hand it to the committee, though. They did cover some good points. They did. They did it was very logical. It wasn't emotional. Mm -hmm. They talked about taxation. They talked about how to distribute it and all of these things. So there, there was some real thought well, that Dr. put into that committee. Dr. Tim Melson, uh, a senator out of Florence, he's a very serious man. He's behind this. Uh, Mike Ball, representative, former law enforcement man. He's very passionate about it. I think that they can get this done next session mm -hmm. if they will stop with the foolishness. I mean, somebody was all worried about secondhand smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, this, and it's, it's prescribed by a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of my friends in law enforcement are worried about more crime on the street. If you want to reduce crime, it is not weed, it is alcohol. Mm -hmm. People don't usually, you know, smoke a bunch of weed and go out and rob stores. Mm -hmm. They do drink alcohol, rob stores, and beat their wives. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, think I, I don't have a problem with, I think the commission is better than nothing. And I it's do. good that we're thinking about it. I didn't mean for that to come off that way. I just worry that we'll do what we do with everything in Alabama and have a task force for everything and then yeah. never actually well, get around and then to well, think about it. I, yeah. I think one of the things that's finally got the legislature's attention is the revenue will generate in taxes that we so desperately need yeah. in the state. Well, and I think that, you know, again, uh, this, this is... In my mind, that may, and generally that's what they think, how much money can we make. But at this point, what is it that we can do to stop human suffering? There are, there are studies that suggest that we could stem the opioid crisis mm -hmm. by offering these people medical marijuana. It's highly regulated. And, you know, what can we do to help our neighbor live their lives better and longer. I mean, yeah, and I, I would just, sorry, I just okay. would add that, I mean, people were, you know, having all of these hissy fits about CBD oil before they legalized that in Alabama. Right. And have and you now heard look how all of the horror stories of people just doing really bad stuff not on CBD one, oil? Not one, And understand, <laughs> we're not just talking about, like, we're talking about things, serious things like epilepsy, Parkinson's disease, things that can't really be controlled well, with conventional medicine. Glauco that is glaucoma? That, yeah, glaucoma. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, well, unfortunately, we're gonna have to leave it right there. You okay with that? I'm fine. All right. <laughs> You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us, because we watch them. <laughs>